Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our uh, Hoops with a Purpose podcast. Today, we'll have another uh, special guest on, Hannah Haltman. She went to uh, ONJ High School, played there. She was named Honorable Mention All-Southeastern PA as a senior, ranked number 233 nationally by the All-Star Girls Report. She was named All-Area by the Mercury and All-Conference, um, all while playing for ONJ. She averaged 13 points, eight rebounds, two blocks, and two steals per game as a junior. Then she went on to play at Division I NC State under Coach Yao, and um, excited to hear more about her um, college journey as well as how Coach Char impacted her, um, both personally and um, as a player. Yeah, we're looking forward to having her on, and uh, it's going to be a good conversation today. Yeah. Um, we're probably going to be having another fundraiser maybe around May. Really? Mid-May, yeah. And what? any idea what that's going to be? I think it's going to be a, like a tribute dinner. Oh, that's awesome. And like Elvis tribute or? No, Coach Char tribute yeah. dinner. Yeah, that sounds that sounds exciting, and and uh, I'm sure more details will come out as we get closer to to late spring. Yeah, we need to get some more uh, details together, and and then we'll um, you'll hear it here first. Um, it's all about the details. I mean, mm-hmm. focus on the details. Um, hopefully, everyone's Thanksgiving was great. Now all of a sudden we're like here in december i don't i don't know 19 days away from christmas really flew by i'm getting excited to see what you're going to get me for christmas this year <laughs> oh boy how, let's play a game how many christmas gifts have you gotten me so far <laughs> um ooh. don't lie zero <laughs> all right hold on let's retake you can lie how many um, christmas gifts have you gotten me wait how many have you got me? Not any less than you've gotten me. Clearly, we need to do some Christmas shopping. We started listening to Christmas music. We yeah. started late this year, too. Yeah, normally, like, right after Thanksgiving, we'll start it. But, yeah, so Coach Char loved Christmas and getting ready for Christmas. Funny story. Um, Every time we would go and get a Christmas tree, it would, I mean... There's no rush. So like probably two days before Christmas, we'd go ahead and get one. And as you know, there's a lot to, to choose from at that point. Um, so not a problem. Not anything like uh, Christmas with the cranks. <laughs> and then he'd, he'd slip them a couple extra dollars to uh, tie the tree to the roof of the Jeep. Because let's be honest, we would be in trouble if no one, if like they didn't tie it on because Biggs, unfortunately that was not his strong suit. Tying knots. Yeah. I mean, you don't really have to be handy to like tie a knot, but yeah, definitely not something that. Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) I hope the audience is sitting down today. (laughs) Do we have an audience or do we have listeners? Both. Well, that's exciting. 
Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to another great episode today. I think uh, we're we're super excited to have Hannah on, and uh, it's gonna be gonna be a fun conversation. Yeah, she's a great person, great player. So definitely excited. Talk That's to you my- guys after. Hi everyone! Thanks for joining our Hoops with a Purpose podcast, and with us this evening we have Hannah Haltman. Hannah, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kelly. It's good to be here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, obviously we've known each other for a while, but for all the listeners, can you can you tell them um, how you first got introduced to Coach Shar and um, maybe how many years you worked out with him? I'm trying to think about this. Um, when I first was introduced to Coach, I feel like he's just always been a part of my life. But mm-hmm. when I had to think about, okay, when I think it was Colleen Valerio um, <laughs> was a teammate of mine, uh, an AAU teammate. I think we played Vipers together and she was working out with Coach Char and I was really new to basketball. Um, I mean, I had played at a small Christian school growing up and Loved it, but didn't really know too much about, I mean, how to even consider getting uh, a scholarship, a college scholarship, or or really playing competitively. And Colleen, um, I, I was kind of like, wow, what are you, where do you, where are you going? How are you learning how to shoot? And so I'm pretty sure it was Colleen who brought me to meet Coach Char for the first time when we were working out somewhere in Collegeville. And after my first practice, I was gassed. Like my first time with him was, I was so tired, but I loved it. I had never had so much fun playing basketball before. I mean, I, I love basketball, but I don't know, Coach Char, he just, there was something special about him and the way that he approached the sport. And he just, yeah, I fell in love with it. So I think I started training with him around, I want to say ninth, eighth grade, ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Um and then just uh, worked out with him through college. So I, I guess when I would come home from state, I would spend some time with him. But I think it was maybe like five or six years I got to got to p- practice with Coach Shar. Yeah, very cool. And thanks for sharing that story. I don't I don't think I knew that Colleen is the one who introduced you. But how cool! I'm pretty sure. I, I'm I'm almost positive. I can picture in my mind the like the, the gym in Collegeville, it was kind of out in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, where are we going? But <laughs> I wanted was, to go was, with her and yeah, it was great. Yeah. That's the squirrel, the squirrel gym. Yeah. That's the one where he stopped doing workouts. Cause he said the squirrels were attacking him. So now we have a witness. Oh, really? Were there any squirrels at the yeah. gym? <laughs> oh no, I can't remember. Gosh. <laughs> that sounds that like is a actually very quite politically funny, correct answer. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's <laughs> I'm trying to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. So, so, and I apologize if I missed it. So you said you worked out like five years with him. So, so did you start just at the beginning of high school or did you start before high school? I think it was around the beginning of high school. Um, You know, it's kind of interesting. I, I was playing, like I said, at a, a small Christian school and it was, I mean, I had been playing varsity since sixth grade because it just was, there wasn't enough pool of kids to be mm-hmm. able to feel the team. So uh, it, was, it wasn't until high school, I would say around ninth or 10th grade, actually around the time I started working out with Coach Yao, or sorry, Coach Char. <laughs> oh man, this is going to get confusing. Coach Char, <laughs> um, 
that I really was like, okay, this is uh, something I wanted to try to, you know, really pursue. And he was just so, I mean, he was just so encouraging. I think he was um, just a safe space for me that really, he believed in me. And so I think coach Shar was probably one of the biggest reasons why I felt like I actually could pursue a college um, scholarship in basketball. Yeah, that's awesome. And I feel like it's so rare to hear. I feel like everyone now it's like, from the time I was in kindergarten, I, I was I, know. I was training to to play D one, like go to the NBA or WNBA, like it. So it's it's kind of cool hearing that it was not not really late in your career, but in today's society, that's mm-hmm. like it's crazy to hear people just start taking it seriously. You know, right at the start of high school. Um, it was um, yeah, I because well, so I'm not gonna lie, I dreamed about playing. I so this is I can't even believe I'm admitting this, but <laughs> I dreamed about playing for Duke when I was in fifth grade. I was I'm gonna play for Duke. I was all about the Blue Devils, and but I I don't you know I don't know kids dream they say they want to be astronauts or you know I you dream when you're a kid, but no, it I- wasn't until I yeah it wasn't until I was about ninth or tenth grade when it was like okay you know what this is maybe I have an opportunity, maybe I have a chance. Let's, let's give it a go. I think I know what happened. You started going to coach Char and he's a big <laughs> man and, and oh. uh, convinced you not to go to Duke anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, but it's funny. I ended up going to NC state. So <laughs> I picked the other, um, we don't mess with blue colors. We, it's just, it's red, red and white. So, that's funny. so funny. So you already kind of touched on a, a couple of things. Um, but I guess maybe to ask directly, what kind of impact did coach have on you and your career and what did he mean to you? Yeah, he, gosh, I, I don't think that I would have had, I honestly don't know if I would have had the courage to pursue um, college basketball with the same uh, tenacity and, and just um, kind of laying it all out there. Uh, type of mentality that I did without Coach Shar, he um, he was just a safe space. Like I, th- I was trying to think about, you know, what is it? What was it about Coach Shar that really, uh, you know, really impacted me, or or was different? Because he was different. I mean, he was definitely unlike any other coach I've ever had um, <laughs> up until college. And I, you know, I'll probably touch on that a little bit later. But yeah, he was he was. Um, There's something really special about him, and. I think one of the biggest things was that he just embodied love, right? So he loved the sport, but he loved his players. And it was so obvious because he would do anything um, for any one of us. And it just spoke volumes in a world that's such a self-centered, you know, how can I get mine? How can I look out for me? Koshar was the most selfless person that I know. And he, um, he believed in me. So he, he gave me that courage, but he was that safe space where I knew that no matter how bad I played, uh, you know, whether I broke, whether I broke the fingers on his dummy guards or, you know, like didn't matter. I I could screw up royally and coach, I would still love me and he would still care and he would still value me and treat me as if I was the best basketball player on the planet. And I think that's so, I mean, it is so rare, uh, especially today that, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just, he, I, I I can't say enough about how wonderful he was. Yeah, he really loved, loved you as a person first, and then, you know, mm-hmm. obviously helped you as a player, 
but um yeah truly truly amazing yeah especially and attitude was really oh sorry yeah, go. no go, sorry. Ahead. go ahead um it's so hard on zoom i'm like i said i had the gift of gab i'm i was talking <laughs> off but i think it was really what really um stood out to me too is that character development and just attitude was such an important part of um like the way that coach Shar coached and i remember distinctly him telling me um that he he wouldn't work with athletes that didn't have or at least like um display some sense of sportsmanship or um you know a, a positive attitude so if you were you know mouthing off or what he just he that wasn't what he was about and i i just really respected that because i think again in today's society it's usually talent trumps anything and so you can get away with a lot if you're really good mm -hmm. um, and for coach shar it was that didn't matter he he would coach He'd rather take a, a coachable heart and, a, and a, a great spirit than, you know, someone who was filled with talent. Absolutely. Yeah. So you touched um, on your college days a little bit, but um, I remember when Coach Yao came to Coach Char's gym. Yes. Um, yes. Can you tell us a little bit more about how Coach Char helped you kind of navigate the recruiting process? Yeah, he, oh, he was so wonderful. So it was definitely nice to have, um, again, someone that cared about me and put, you know, my best interests at heart to be able to go to and to be able to talk through, you know, what I was experiencing and who I was talking to. And he was just a very level-headed and encouraging um, influence in that process. And so I felt like I could talk to him about, you know, whatever it is that I was going through i could ask him advice and he was um uh, just a very non-biased uh, source i guess mm -hmm. and he he was so wonderful when i got to take you know my home visit for nc state and my coaches came i he allowed me to bring them into the gym and he showed them you know the space and kind of gave them help give them a glimpse into my life and what you know we had been working on um mm -hmm. that led to that opportunity so he and he made sign oh my goodness he made signs and it just was a sweet like i i just i still have them actually i saved them it was like <laughs> good luck at nc state or and then on top of that um just that again that constant source of encouragement because the, the recruiting process is really stressful uh, if i'm being honest that was one of the most stressful periods of my young life you know mm -hmm. and it, it seems crazy now when i think about it because gosh we're i mean you're I'm a, I was a kid and it's basketball, you know, it's a sport. It's not, it's not rocket science. And so to put so much pressure on it, I think he really helped maintain some perspective that it was otherwise easy to lose sight of. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And he always brought it back to just, you know, just have fun. Yeah. Um, that kind of stuff. So, which, and that's stuck with me. I will yeah. say that's something now I pass on to athletes that I work with. I'm like, Hey, just have fun, you know, more mm -hmm. than anything else. Love what you're doing. And it's a gift and it's an opportunity. It's a game. So play mm -hmm. with fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Um, so as, as you said, uh, you went to NC state, um, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about your college basketball journey? And <laughs> it sounds like you faced a lot of adversity. Uh, oh, I was going to say how much time more. you have. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Man, it was, uh, so I played for, having the opportunity to play for someone as legendary as Coach Yao, that just was just the the most humbling experience for me. And I I really, truly love, and I guess uh, in the beginning, I kind of got them mixed up just because Coach Yao was very similar to Coach Shar in the sense that they both, um, I think they both, from my, from what I've understood and in my experience I think they both recognize basketball as um more than just a game um Mm -hmm. in the sense of like life isn't about sport life Mm -hmm. is about something so much bigger and so for them sport was an opportunity to worship and so it was really cool to kind of have coach Shar groom me and then to be able to know what to look for in a college coach someone similar to coach Shar, and then here's coach Yao and she used sport uh, and and coaching as an opportunity to influence her players for, you know, for the good and and to share, honestly, to share the the love of Jesus that she had in her heart um, with her team, whether they were aware of it or not. (laughs) Um, And and it was very unconditional. And it was so cool because it was very similar to the way that I experienced basketball with Coach R. And so in that regards, my college experience was just remarkable you know I'm I was so blessed to get to know her and to just see the kind of person that she was mm-hmm. and yet at the same time she was just struggling with you know she was struggling with breast cancer so she ended up passing away my sophomore year um and it just it was uh it was a tough time so not only you know did we did I struggle with you know losing my basketball coach and the influence that she was but I was battling injuries um and I, I mean, I got to college and right off the bat, I had to have ankle surgery. So I redshirted my freshman year, um, which was really challenging. You know, as a, as a college athlete, you finally get there and it's, you know, I, I made it through all of preseason and then my ankle, I had injured it in high school mm-hmm. and it just, um, it, it needed, uh, I needed a, a second surgery. And so, you know, that, that devastating, just, uh, and I'll tell you, Coach Shar was with me even through that. I mean, I, I, he called reached out to me let me know he was praying for me and that just spoke volumes but Mm -hmm. then you know a sophomore year I came back and was finally able to get on the court and I got (laughs) I got uh smashed in the face so I like split open my eyelid the very next practice I got I broke my nose um one of our practice players got popped me in the nose and so I ended up having to have reconstruction surgery on my face um which was quite interesting it was a really hard and painful surgery to come back from. And I was able to play the second half of my sophomore season, um, but it wasn't, I mean, it was just working my way back into the lineup and I felt like a freshman then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was it was a challenge, you know, to maintain that perspective. And as a freshman with my first injury, I was, you know, really honestly very bitter and very angry. And I was angry at God. Um, if I'm going to be honest, I'm like, why, you know, why are you doing this to me? And then my Mm -hmm. sophomore year, it was really interesting because I thought, okay, here we go again. Um, There's obviously something that I need to learn and I haven't yet. So that was my question of like, okay, what do I, what am I, what do I need to learn from this? What can I learn from this? And then heading into my junior season, um, I was starting to get some time. My, my coach had already passed away and our team, my team was really rough. Um, If I'm being perfectly honest, we were, I remember my first practice, my teammates were like, well, I don't know what we're going to do about 
about captains because I ain't respect you. You ain't respect me. So we might as well not even have them. And I thought, mm. wow, this is going to be interesting. And <laughs> Coach Yao kept us in line. But when she was gone, it definitely uh, got a little crazy. And I ended up getting uh, two concussions from my teammate within a week's time uh, around oh, Thanksgiving. Wow. So I, the first one, I didn't say anything because I knew I had been out. You know, I'd been struggling to even be on the court in the first place. And then yeah, a week later I got hit and I don't even remember where, I mean, I, I was wandering the next thing I knew I was on the other side of the court and it was, you know, it was not good. Mm. <laughs> so that was, I was ended up being out for the entire season, my junior year, um, because I couldn't pass my concussion test. And so that was really frustrating. And you, but you know, you, you work through that. And again, I started realizing like, there's something to be learned in all of this. And so it really helped shape my faith and my relationship with God and in and through it all, because, you know, I, I started realizing that blaming him wasn't, wasn't the, didn't do anything, you know, and I started realizing that he was teaching me something and what I was learning as a person and how I was understanding and experiencing sport was changing through these injuries. And so I, I, I found a way to be grateful for it, but my senior year, I was like, okay, I'm ready to actually play. Right. So <laughs> I was excited. I had definitely put a lot of work in the off season. And then the first practice before uh, the first pickup, well, we played pickup before first practice and I got popped in like right up under the chin. But I think because my head had been so sensitive and I had had a concussion, my last one was 10 months before that I was, I just was a mess. Um, so I failed my concussion protocol and mm. they, you know, went back through like all of the doctor's visits. And I, I saw my doctor, I think like every week, I want to say, just trying to like see where I was at. And, and it ended up being that, um, I mean, I, I think it was about two months after the, the third concussion and I still wasn't improving. And I was devastated because, you know, this was my final season and I was really ready to play. And I remember like going into the bathroom before I saw the doctor this one day and I just was at my wit's end and I was too afraid to stop playing basketball because it was everything that I've ever known. And that was my dream. Right. And, mm -hmm. but yet at the same time, I was too afraid to keep playing because I knew that something was really wrong with my head and I wasn't okay. And so I remember dropping to my, I went to the bathroom and it's so gross. I dropped my knees on the floor, like, Ugh. but I was so desperate. And I just was like, God, I need you to give me an answer. I don't know what to do, but I'm terrified and I'm just going to trust you. And so I walked into the doctor's office and he was like, how are you feeling? And I said, I don't feel well at all. And so he had, he tested my balance. I fell right over and he goes, you know, I, I should have told you this, you know, the first day, but I wanted to let you work through it but you you're not allowed to play anymore like the NCAA won't, won't let you play mm -hmm. and so I was medically disabled and the the crazy thing was that I was so grateful because it was a direct answer to prayer that I just I like this weight had been lifted and it was fascinating because while I only had an opportunity to play you know half of my sophomore year and practices here and there throughout you know the rest of the four years I really I really believe that I was supposed to be there and it was supposed to happen that way. And who I am now was shaped by what I experienced. And I don't think I would be who I am today or have the faith and relationship that I have with Jesus that, you know, 
I would if I didn't. And so it definitely, I wouldn't go back and do it again, but it was mm. completely worth it. And that last concussion, I realized that I don't really have to know, you know, I don't, I don't have to have it all figured out and I don't have to have the answers from God because I trust him. And I know that he's, you know, doing exactly what it is that he wants to do in and through me. And it's for my good. And it's mm-hmm. amazing to me because I look back at my college experience and I realize that that was, that was kind of how coach Yao or coach Shar a pro and coach Yao, both of them. I was so blessed to have two amazing coaches in my life, but that's how they, they saw basketball. You know, it was, it was about the person. And like we said, it was about an opportunity and a platform to mm-hmm. worship God and to be refined in who we are as people and, and really grow. Yeah. That's so cool. Thanks for sharing all that. Yeah, yeah. that's great. <laughs> it's like you battled through so much, but like through that, you were, you were probably lifting your teammates up and, you know, helping them get better and, and all of that. Like, it's, it's amazing how you can be an encourager, even, you know, when you're, when you're in the, in the down or in the valley, like it's, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it, it was, um, you know, I, I didn't really, I don't think I fully understood what kind of an impact that has on the people around you, you know, when you go through injuries like that. Um, but I, I talked to my teammates, my, you know, my former teammates now, and it's amazing to see the way that God had used the consistency and, you know, there's times that I wanted to speak up or I, I wanted to be frustrated and he shut my mouth. I know it because <laughs> I'm not that strong and I'm not that disciplined and, but at the same time, because of that, you know, what they're doing and, and who they are now, I see that God, I, and it's a humbling and, and an honor. I feel like God used that to help shape them too, like you said. And so it's, it's fascinating because we are so, it's so easy to be focused on ourselves. And, you know, we think playing basketball, it's all about scoring points and, hmm. you know, winning championships. And it is, but at the same time, you can have a huge impact on the people around you just you know by smiling or by encouraging you know you Mm -hmm. might not be that thousand point scorer but you could have just as much of an impact absolutely yeah that's awesome I feel like any any follow-up question just (laughs) doesn't doesn't do justice to how great of an answer that just was yeah oh no um, oh thank you (laughs) um, I guess not to make you repeat yourself uh, because I'm sure some of this maybe maybe is uh, I'm sure you've gotten through your life, but kind of what's the best thing you've learned from Coach Char? Mm. Yeah, I think, well, so on a much lighter note, I will say he <laughs> changed my shot in, in in a way that I would not be playing or would not have played college basketball without him. So one of the best things I learned from him was actually, you know, quite simply how to shoot the basketball. Um, because that is important it is very important I my shot was a mess and he really worked on I mean I remember him bringing up Cameron and taking pictures and you know helping show you know my guide hand was oh my gosh I cross I don't know how but I crossed my arms Hmm. when I would shoot the basketball I was not a good player when I started I was tall that's what I had going for me (laughs) but coach yeah coach chart like totally transformed the way that I shot and really transformed the player that I was. And so that, I mean, that was huge, I would say. And then on top of that, I mean, just from a, uh, like a life standpoint, just the impact of love and just how much it means to just 
um, you know, just be kind and gentle and encouraging and, and what it means to, to be an advocate for someone and how important that is in, in shaping that person's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. I really feel like he embodied the love God and love people, mm-hmm. love your neighbor yes. as yourself. I mean, yep. to, to the fullest. Yep. It's yeah. Without a doubt. And, you know, he just, he brought so much joy to basketball. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's really beautiful too, because I don't know, as a, as a Christian, sometimes we get a bad rap as just mm-hmm. always, you know, being uh, complaining or, you know, like being so rule bent or, you know, but there's, we're supposed to be known by our love and by our joy. And I think that's something that coach Shar really embodied and, and just communicated so beautifully because he just brought joy to everything that he did and everyone that he talked to and and it was contagious right so that Mm. that just it made all the difference in the world Mm -hmm. definitely um any memories that come to mind either (laughs) in his gym or um yeah anything it can be funny happy sad yeah oh my gosh (laughs) I have a few funny ones for you um (laughs) Gosh, well, all those little dummy things that he had, uh, the <laughs> guard, the dummy defense, I yeah. broke so many of those fingers and I felt so bad. He was always just such a good sport about it, but he just kept <laughs> taping them up there. And then I think by the end, he finally got new ones that were like a little bit more indestructible, but I think that was because I probably demolished all of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think one of my favorite times in the gym actually was um, we were shooting and I somehow, I, I think it was an air ball. Uh, I, I don't know. I did, it was not a good shot, but somehow it bounced and hit the light switch in the gym in Pottstown <laughs> and literally like the lights went out, like it turned the lights off and he just started laughing and he said, well, up, it's a whole new meeting to uh, shooting lights out. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. So it was, uh, I, most of my mo- memories with him, I just, I'm totally embarrassing myself. But yeah, so I shot lights out and I do remember, I will say even after college, I mean, Coach Shar has just been a part of my life, even up until his passing, you know, he'll, he would text me all the time and just say, Hey, I'm praying for you. How can I pray for you? Um, how are you doing? And just checked in. And I just, that, that was amazing to me. Like I, I always just felt so loved and I always knew that if I needed anything or if I, you know, I just needed someone to talk to, I could could call him and here this is this is about to be really embarrassing but (laughs) one of my favorite memories of him I think probably one of the things that I just amazes me this is just how awesome he is is I lived in California after I graduated and I um I met Tim Tebow at a bible study and I remember leaving and after I left I called coach Char and I was like coach I think I just met the man of my dreams will you pray with me? Because I, I, I really think that Tim Tebow is supposed to be my husband. And he actually, you know, if I would have answered that phone and someone would have said that to me, I would, I would have laughed and just been like, yeah, right. Like that was, that was me being, and like I said, I'm no shame. I just, I'm definitely embarrassed myself easily, but he was like, you know what, Hannah, I would love to do that. And I just was, I thought that was amazing. So yeah. Yeah. What, what, what coach would, would pray something so ridiculous for you and with you but he just that's the kind of person he was like he always was just the biggest cheerleader and the biggest support and um Mm -hmm. man I my my life is forever changed and who I am 
is forever um, changed because of his influence and his love um, and just his, his genuine care in my life. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I love those memories. Those are, those are great. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much. Oh, man. Yeah. Thanks for asking. <laughs> what a fantastic episode we had there with, with Hannah. Great conversation. Wonderful con- conversation and wonderful testimony. Yeah, absolutely. Just a, a great person and loved her story, battling and overcoming. Yeah, I think it's a, a story that a lot of us can relate to. A story that, you know, maybe not adversity that we face on the basketball court, but adversity that we face at home, at our jobs, with our friends, with our family, with our health. I think some of the stories that Hannah shared today definitely are uh, very beneficial to hear, I think, from an outsider's perspective and and can hopefully give people hope, hopefully uh, point people in the right direction and and uh, give give them some hope. Yeah. And a reminder to still be, you can still be an encourager, even when, even when you're hurt or injured, you can still encourage your, your teammates, coaches, just everyone around you. And man, those memories that she shared were great. I loved hearing those. Loved those. Really loved those. And when she, when she was saying about shooting the lights out, that reminds me of another time when somehow we hit the um fire thing what's that called like the fire alarm yeah like the fire pool or whatever like i don't know a wild pass or something Did the alarm go off yeah did the fire department come? yes wow it was crazy there had to be at least like five fire trucks and everything at the at the little gym because they because it's tied in like it's a school yeah or a daycare yeah that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, Biggs wasn't laughing, but everybody else, everybody else was. He probably did that to keep the salt trucks out. <laughs> yeah. Well, we appreciate everyone listening. Another great episode of Hoops with a Purpose. We'll be back next week with another episode and another guest. And uh, don't forget to start on your Christmas shopping, Stephen. Merry Christmas. <laughs>